Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 56 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and welcome. <laughs> uh, if you are following the 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 usual schedule of Extreme EvoCast, or if you want to pull up your calendar app on your phone and take a look at the the date that this episode was uploaded, um, you might notice that it was late, and I have a reason for that, a good one, in fact. Uh, I don't normally like normally like to make things late unless school comes first, more pressing matters come first, of course. But uh, I don't usually like to have it this late. But but <laughs> I wanted to. Um, wait for this for for this episode because um, if you take a look at the title of this episode, new Pokemon Snap is out, uh, and spoiler alert, it's fun. Uh, and I uh, I knew it, obviously I knew it was coming out, and you know I, on Wednesday I or on Tuesday when I normally record, I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna record EvoCast, start looking at the news, stuff like that, blah blah blah, and like. First of all, I just could not think of literally anything to talk about. I was like, what is going on in Pokemon today? Nothing <laughs> uh, other than new Pokemon Snap. Uh, and I, um, you know, I already did type review last week. I mean, like last episode, type review is usually the kind of thing that I do when I can't really think of anything uh, to talk about or I'm in, you know, in the mood to do it. But most of the time it's like, okay, I don't have a topic for today. Nothing is really going on. Let's do another episode of type review. Um, but I don't want to do two episodes of type review twice in a row. And I just really could not think of anything. Um, but mostly because I knew that if I waited to talk about new Pokemon Snap, I wouldn't be able to talk about it for like two weeks. And that sucks. Um, so I waited. Uh, and here I am on uh, Saturday morning recording the episode of EvoCast after uh, streaming it on twitch.tv slash lilyseon um, on Friday morning. Uh, I woke up at like noon, played it, streamed it. It was fun. Um, I played it for like five hours. Um, I definitely plan on playing it more. Don't get me wrong. Probably not going to stream it anymore, but it was fun while it lasted. Um, you know, I had things to do. I had other things to do. I wanted to sort of just relax, not worry about it on Friday. Had to, had a lot of things to do. Um, so I waited until now, Saturday morning to record it. And it, the episode is coming out later today, as far as I can tell. So, um, yeah. There we go. That's sort of what, uh, what's what been on my mind recently. Um, and if you stick around for the middle of the episode, you know, the topic of today, um, you can hear my, I want to say review, but it's not really a review. Um, because like I said, I only played like five hours of it. Not even. It wasn't even that long. It was like not even four, uh, I think, or like not even like a little bit past four, maybe. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but it was not very long. Um, and you know, that's fine. Um, I had things to do. I had, um, I was tired. Uh, you know, I'll sort of cover all this stuff when I actually talk about the game. Uh, but if you're curious to, you know, what to expect, uh, when the time 
comes uh, in the middle of the episode. If you want to sort of decide if you want to keep listening or not, um, I will be talking about my first couple hours of experience. Uh, I'm not going to be spoiling anything. So if you still want to experience the game for yourself, not that there's really much to spoil. Um, but if you still want to experience a game for yourself uh, and you want to hear a recommendation from someone who's played it for a couple hours, well, then here you go. Um, but though, you know, don't be fooled. I will definitely be going into detail about how I feel about the game so far. Um, and who knows? I might talk about it in the future um, as I sort of just play over the summer. Uh, we'll see. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm definitely not just going to never play it again. I mean, it cost me $60 and it's a Pokemon game. So, you know, I definitely will be playing it. Um, but I'm not sure if I will uh, ever talk about it again. We'll see. I want to, certainly. Uh, I would love to, you know, sort of do like an actual full review um, once I get my foot in the door with the game completely you know um but for now today's episode is going to be focused on my sort of first impressions of the game um but until then we do have a lot of things to talk about today um there's some things beforehand i mean um there's really not that much news for today if i'm being honest with you um Normally, we get a lot of things sort of going with like Pokemon Go and Pokemon Masters and stuff, but there's like one thing per category. Um, so it's going to be a little bit light on the news today, and that's fine. Um, first of all, the uh, Pokemon Go Community Day for the, men- the, the month of May uh, has been revealed. It is Swablu, which is not what I was expecting at all. If you know the sort of pattern that we've been going by in, you know, um, uh, thinking about what what pokemon will be uh focused on for the for the pokemon of the earth for their community day um we're in uh kalos are we in kalos or in unova still i think we're in kalos (laughs) uh so having it be swablu is very very interesting not certainly something that i was expecting but you know can't uh can't complain swablu is a cool pokemon excited to get um some shinies and uh, that's literally it for Pokemon Go. It's like the only thing going on. Like, yes, there's technically new things going on, but like, that's it. That That's all. Like, you know, some like some changes have been going on. Some raids are changing, but like, that's all really. Uh, it, it's been slow uh, for Pokemon news. Last week was kind of heavy on it, but this week is, is very, very light on the new things. And I think that's okay. I think that's good. I mean, you know, the uh, the school sessions at least for me of course it's kind of big on my mind so uh, i can't help but compare it to the current day event current events uh of you know recent times um but you know it's been uh it's end of the school year things are sort of speeding up uh with finals and all that stuff uh and you know things are happening uh new pokemon snap is out so obviously they're not going to do all that much so it makes sense that things uh, the other realms of the pokemon games would be quiet um, and even more so, uh, really, there, there, so there's like one thing to say about Pokemon Masters, and you know, it is sort of a big one, um, that Raihan and Duraludon are coming as a sync pair. Uh, there's also like a m- few other things, um, on May 4th, the legendary event Father or Foe appears, uh, and it focuses on the sync pair of Getsus and Kiram. On May 6th, a special event will begin called Weather Alert and is split into two phases with the second half being in mid-May. Um, and there are some new sync pairs that are not listed here <laughs> uh, on Cerebi 
dot uh, dot 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 net. Of course, like I say every time, thank you, Sarabi, for most of my information. Not all nowadays. Uh, I've been getting my getting my things from some other places, but most of it. Um, but yeah, Raihan's coming. There's some new things coming uh, in terms of events, but other than that, nothing really else to announce. And finally, for the trio of uh, of you know, Go Masters and Cafe Mix, literally the only thing going on recently is that Gengar is available until May fifth. <laughs> so if you are playing Cafe Mix and you want Gengar, which I assume you do, because who doesn't like Gengar? Uh, Gengar is available to May fifth. Of course, that's not the only news we have. We have some general things to say. Um, there is something going on called the Pokemon Fossil Museum. Uh, it's a project in Japan, but I figured that I would talk about it, more so about just how interesting it is. Um, it will be a traveling exhibit across Japan, which will showcase fossil Pokemon, including facsimiles of the fossil Pokemon skeletons, uh, and comparing them to the dinosaurs which they're based upon. And it will run from July 2021 through July or through 2022, which is cool. So it's sort of like a, hey, uh, you see these Pokemon? These are the dinosaurs that it's based on. Uh, and it's like a traveling exhibit. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm definitely going to like keep track of that and see if there's any like footage shared of it uh, in general. I-, I would love to see what it actually is. I literally don't know like what it could be. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm a little tired. Um, I literally don't know, like, what it could be. Is it, like, it's a traveling exhibit. I mean, but what exactly is it going to showcase? We don't know yet. I'm excited to see. Um, Finally, for the news, we do have a few other things to talk about um, before we move on to other things. But for news, you know, specifically news, um, there is a new TCG announced. uh, And one that I am very excited about personally um it's all about eevee if i can find what it is called i will tell you in just a moment here it is eevee heroes it's a jet so it's it's a japanese training card game set i don't know if it's going to be uh coming to north america or anywhere else uh, I sure hope so because it's all about Eevee and they're adorable all of the cards are super cute they got like a cool like self-shaded 3d model kind of look to them i really enjoy the art on these uh on these um on these cards i mean you know how you guys if you listen i mean this entire podcast is based on eevee you know that i like eevee specifically glaceon of course but all of them are amazing um and having an entire tcg set based on literally just the evolutions is a dream come true and i really hope that they do come to uh, other places of the world and of course I will keep you updated on that. Uh, not you know more so and more so than usual because I love Eevee, but also because new TCG sets are always very exciting. Anyway, um, moving on from news, I would like to issue or sort of propose a new event. I, like I, I'm I'm you know hesitant to call it a segment because I feel like I use that for literally everything, um, but we are going to. Um, we're going to, we're, we're going to start off a new sort of thing that I'm trying here. Um, name temporary name is still in the works, but for now I'm calling it plushy watch. Um, you know, I recently, I've been trying to go more about, talk more about the merch 
uh, of Pokemon. Things that are coming out that you can purchase physically in the real world. Um, from dear Pokemon news site enthusiast <laughs> Poke Jungle, um, specifically their Twitter page. I like looking at their Twitter page because they post like almost literally everything about um, about all the merch coming out for Pokemon. Um, essentially doing all the work for me, but you know it's uh it's still nice to sort of bring it all into one place and give my opinions on it. Um, so plushy watch, it would take so long to go through every single bit of merch. So I'm going to focus on the things that I think that people care the most about, which is the plushies. Um, and there's so many plushies being released, like literally every single day that I don't know if I, if like, we're going to take it slow, uh, because like, you know, realistically, because it's the first part of this segment, the first issue, uh, I should go back pretty far and talk about, about the plushies that have been released recently, but it is like, there's so many, it would take, I would be talking about like probably hundreds of plushies, even just going back like two months. Uh, so we're only going to go back a week because I'd like, trust me, there is an abundance of plushies. Um, starting off, there is, uh, most recently Mega Rayquaza and Zarud plushies, uh, coming to, or they have been added already to the U S and Canadian Pokemon center online. Um, next there are a special sort of, uh, chibi, very adorable style plushie called the Psycho Soda Refresh, uh, line, which is, which is, uh, releasing next month in Japan specifically. Uh, and it includes Oddish, Porygon, Raichu, Jigglypuff, and Larvitar. And they're so cute. Uh, you know, you can go to Poke Jungle, um, and, and see, um, you know, see them specifically if you want to take a look at them. I can't really explain the style, but they're very, you know, um, very cute colors, very big eyes, you know, adorable, stylized, uh, something that we haven't really ever seen before. They're very, very unique, very cute, uh, and I'm looking forward to them. Next is uh, plushies of Ash's Pikachu from the anime, uh, and also Chloe's Eevee, and I literally don't know uh, who Chloe is, I assume from the anime. Um, but there's, it's an Eevee. It's Chloe's Eevee specifically, if you really want, uh, that specific Eevee. And, you know, they're, uh, they're actually stylized to, I think, look after the, uh, the show, which is cute. Uh, you know, the style of the anime, uh, which is something I don't think we've really seen before. Uh, also, Ash's Pikachu has Ash's cap from the, uh, from the, the Sword and Shield series. So that's exciting. And, uh, next is the Gen 8 Fossils. There are plushies that are available now, uh, on the U.S. and Canadian Pokemon Center online of all of the fossils for Gen 8. All of the, you know, the mismatched boys. Um, and you can pick up, uh, some of these fabulously fossilized Pokemon, uh, in plushie form. Next is a really funny one. I, uh, I'm almost tempted to buy this one just because of the concept alone. Uh, it's a Yamper uh, with a Joltik on its butt. Uh, li- literally, that's it. Uh, and it even has a pull string, which is unfortunately kind of uh, coming out of Yamper's butt, the string attached to Joltik. But 
uh, you know, Joltik is attached to Yamper's butt, and you can pull it back, and it will vibrate slowly towards the butt of Yamper and attach itself back on, which is a very, very interesting design, uh, to say the least, but it's cute. I gotta say, I assume they meant they meant nothing but pureness uh, for this for this plushie line, and I gotta say it is it is pretty cute. All you know, jokes aside, it's cute. It, we like it's an actual like functioning toy. You know, it like it you pull it and it vibrates back to Yamper. It's pretty huge too. I just saw a picture of someone holding it. It's like life sized. So there we go. Yeah, I don't even know if we have a Yamper plush, but now we do, and it has a Joltik on its butt. <laughs> there you go. And finally, uh, we have um, plushies of Blaziken, Rayquaza, um, and Clobopus, Sizzlepeed, and Chewdle, which are available in the um, in the... Pokemon Center. I think the the last ones, the um, the Clobopus, Sizzlepede, and Chudel are only available in Japan, but the uh, the Blaziken and the Rayquaza are available in the uh, U.S. and Canadian Pokemon Center. So yeah, those are a few of the plushies that have been coming out. Again, like I said, li- literally the like the the last one that I talked about, the Clobopus, Sizzlepede, and stuff. That was like April twenty seventh. That was like four days ago. That wasn't even a week. Uh, of of plushies and like so many there's so many plushies of pokemon coming out it's such a big big part of the pokemon merch merchandise uh i figured it would be a crime to not sort of designate um a topic you know if we're talking about merch talking about plushies in general giving giving plushies their own time to shine i think is an important part of it um but of course, plushies are not the only thing that Pokemon merch has. Um, there are some a few things of note. The um, there's a, a some figures coming out of Cynthia and Garchomp, which is like oh, it's it's beautiful. I think it's the same line as the um, the Steven and the Wallace ones that we talked about uh, a, a few episodes ago. Um, but Cynthia and Garchomp figures are um coming later uh this month later this year in september um but wow do they look good she's beautiful like it's it's like a very very high quality figure um it's not just like a you know a small one it's like it's like the 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 wallace and steven figures that we talked about last time so that is exciting i like that they're releasing more like full scale pokemon trainer figures and cynthia is both topical and is just such a good Pokemon Trainer design. I'm very excited about this release. Uh, and finally, last thing uh, before we move on to um, everything else uh, and conclude the sort of news and merch segment is if you remember last time, uh, I talked about the fact that they were releasing Poke- like Pikachu moods, which is just like, oh, every month there'll be new moods for Pikachu. Uh, this month <laughs> is Annoyed. And he's covered in berries that were squashed all over his face, all over his hands, and he does not look happy about it. So the next Pikachu mood is annoyed. <laughs> you know, last one was sleepy. I don't know how uh, how prevalent the moods 
sleepy and annoyed are uh, in certainly relatable. I'm not going to deny that, but interesting that those are the first two they decided to go with, uh, but they're cute. And that's all that matters. Literally, Pokemon merch, unlike it's cute, that's all that matters. All right. Uh, so, before we talk about Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap, excuse me. Um, I know it's been a while. I know I know it's been a bit. Um, I'm getting there. Uh, before that, though, of course, we do have to do everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random Pokemon every single episode and today's pokemon is number 602 if you can guess what that is honestly i will be surprised because this pokemon is obscure kind of generally i think yeah i'll I'll leave it at that Uh, i think that's given you enough time to think and also a hint uh number 602 is tynamo tynamo is an Electro-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 5. Uh, it evolves into Electric starting at level 39 uh, and evolves into Electros when exposed to a Thunderstone. You know, funny enough, uh, today's random Pokemon of the week was originally going to be Magikarp. I, I When I randomly generated a Pokemon, I rolled Magikarp. Um, and I thought... I've So, uh, you know, in all of the episodes so far, all 55 before this one, I've never re-rolled a Pokemon. I've always talked about the Pokemon that I roll, no matter what. Uh, but I figured that Magikarp would be a special case. Magikarp is too... Like, there's certain Pokemon, I think, where if I'm not ready to talk about them, I don't want to talk about them because I want to do them justice. And specifically, Magikarp is one of those Pokemon. I will almost... Honestly, I might even designate an entire episode to Magikarp, where we do random Pokemon of the week for Magikarp. We talk about Magikarp in general, and then we talk about Splash or something for Move Tutor. You know, I think that Magikarp, Magikarp deserves its own time in the spotlight, and not just a, a passing segment like a random Pokemon of the week. I mean, eventually we are gonna have to talk about it then, but when I do. I want to make it special. So, Tynamo, you are the replacement uh, for Magikarp for today. Um, you know, fish, <laughs> kind of. I don't even know if it's if it, this is a fish. I have no idea what this thing is supposed to be. Uh, we can look at it when we get there. But, um, you know, fish in replacement of Magikarp. Uh, but, getting back on track, Tynamo is the Ella fish Pokemon. I guess that answers my question. It has a gender ratio of 50-50, um, a height, uh, it's only, it's 0.08, no, excuse me, sorry, read that completely wrong, 8 inches, it's just 8 inches, I re- almost read it as 0.08 feet, uh, it's 8 inches, or 0.2 meters, and it only weighs 0.7 pounds, not even an entire pound, or 0.3 kilograms, this is a tiny little boy, he's a tiny little lad. I guess equally is often uh, equally is as likely tiny little girl, but it's a tiny little boy. It's a little fish. He's so small. Um, Tynamo, you know, interesting. I do really like Electros and Electric, and I always thought it was kind of weird how how different Tynamo was compared to the other ones. But you know, I think it's fine for what it's worth. Um, and I guess, spoiler alert, it literally doesn't have anything on Smogon. So no little cup for poor Tynamo. Uh, it's not viable. 
at all, which I, which doesn't surprise me. No offense, Tynamo, but you know, um, but it's cute. I do like Tynamo. Uh, of course, its whole line is uh, an Electrotype with Levitate, so it has no weaknesses. Um, as opposed, you know, technically it does still, but gameplay wise, it's hard to ever see this thing uh, taking super effective damage. Um, so that's, of course, interesting, but that's sort of followed by the whole line, not necessarily just with Tynamo. Um, but, you know, all things considered, it's just a fish, kind of a forgettable Pokemon, um, but it evolves into a very cool and honestly not very forgettable Pokemon, one of my favorites, in fact. Um, so Tynamo gets a little bit of credit for that. Let's see, Tynamo has some Pokedex entries, of course. While one alone doesn't have much power, a chain of many Tynamo can be as powerful as lightning. These Pokemon move in schools. They have an electricity generating, or generating organ, so they discharge electricity if in danger. You know, that's interesting because it's like, what, 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 what does it mean for a Pokemon to have a type? Because, like, it's just an electric eel. You know, it, like, it has an electricity-based creating organ. Like, I, you know, like, this might be a dumb question, but, like, does that always mean that it's an electric-type Pokemon? Did it, like, did it just grow it and become electric-type? I mean, I guess we've already seen that Pokemon can evolve through, you know, not Pokemon evolution, but, like, evolution evolution. And change type, like Alolan and Galarian Pokemon. But it's just, it's so interesting to me when it's like, oh, this Pokemon has an electricity generating organ. It's like, does every Electro-type Pokemon have that? Is that something that, every, you know, if it didn't have that, it would just be a fish? It would just be nothing? It would be a normal type Pokemon? You know, it's sort of interesting to think about, I think. Um, one alone can emit only a trickle of electricity. So a group of them gathers to unleash a powerful electric shock. Okay. Better in, you know, stronger in numbers. I can respect it. What else is there? No, I mean, that's it for Pokedex entries. That was that was all black, white, black, two, white, two. And then X, Y and everything after just uh, repeats it. Oh, its stats are bad. No, to no, nobody's surprise. 35 HP, 55 attack. 45 special attack, 60 speed, 40 defense, and special defense. So just bad in general. I mean, it's a first stage, but wow, just bad. Um, that's kind of it. Uh, Tynamo and its evolved forms are the only Pokemon with no type weaknesses. That's technically not true. Um, because, you know... Um, with, uh, what's it called? I, does, does Levitate still not get affected or like, cause there's thousand arrows, right? Does, does thousand arrows, uh, affect Pokemon with Levitate? It does. So technically Tynamo can still be hit by ground moves. If, if it's Zygarde using Thousand Arrows. So, I mean, technically, it doesn't have no weaknesses. It just... Most... 99% of all ground-type moves doesn't affect it. I, I know this is very... Looking into it too much, but... I think saying that it has no type weaknesses is not true. I think that that's a little bit of an of, of an understatement. I think it's a little more complicated than that. Um, 
And because it can only learn normal and electro-type moves, the only way Tynemo can damage a ghost ground Pokemon is through struggle. That's sad. Along with Rotom, it is the lightest electro-type Pokemon. I think that's funny because Rotom has an excuse. It's literally just a ghost, but this thing is just tiny. (laughs) This thing is as light as a ghost only because it's just so small. And of course, Tynemo is based on electric eels, lampreys, possibly leeches. The fact that it is a lantern type may be an allusion to bioelectrogenesis, which is, you know, electric eels. Um, yeah. Tynemo, everyone. I guess we, we still got one more thing to say. It's shiny form, which looking at it literally doesn't change. Wow. Oh my god, that's not... So, Tynemo is kind of... Okay, I'm not going to lie, I literally can't see a difference. Hold on. I'm going to have to bring this into my my art program and and color pick this. I literally cannot tell the difference in these Pokemon. These sprites, I mean. Okay, that's its its normal form. Or is is that a shiny form? I can't even tell. I can't even tell. Are these the same? Oh, here we go. Shiny. That's shiny. Which one is this? I literally... I can't even tell. I can't even tell which one is which. Okay, this one is shiny. And this one is normal. Let's bring it in. Let's bring these in. Bring these into the same, you know, sort of uh, art canvas. Wow. Oh my god, I see what's different. I thought, I swear to god, I thought its color changed, but it doesn't. Its color, its color doesn't change at all. It's white. Doesn't change one bit. Its outline becomes blue. I've never seen a Pokemon's outline change before. Its outline is blue now. uh, And it has an orange line on its body instead of a yellow one. This is just... Wow, this is just a bad shiny, huh? It... Nothing changes. Absolutely nothing changes. It becomes... It's... The line on it becomes orange and its outline is blue. (laughs) Oh, my... Okay. Uh, this is definitely one of the worst. I mean, it has to be, right? It just, it doesn't change. I'm, I'm almost, I almost want to give this like the lowest, I think the lowest score so far and say it's like a three, a three out of 10, you know? Yeah. Okay. I I don't, I don't remember if I've done any lower, but that's still low. I'm usually pretty, I'm usually pretty uh, lenient with shiny ratings, but this is just bad. Like, you know, no offense, I like this Pokemon, but in terms of shiny form, like, it's not extravagant. It doesn't make up for the fact that its shiny form is not good. So I'm going to give this like a 3 out of 10. All right, well, let's move on. (laughs) Sorry, Tynemo. Like I said, no hard feelings. I like it, but wow, that's just, that is just bad. All right, Uh, so moving on from uh, Tynemo. Let's talk about new Pokemon Snap. It's out. 
uh, I hope that everyone who has been who has been playing it, if you're listening to this and you and you've played it, has having a great time. I'm certainly having a great time playing this game. Um, I've I've seen so many content creators of you know people content creators that I enjoy talking about it, um, playing it on Twitch, things like that. Uh, it's been I've seen so much of it on Twitter. It's been very popular. Uh, though, you know, it has only been out for one day pretty much, but like still, it, and, and from what I've seen, reviews are good. And, you know, that makes me very happy. Not that I think a Pokemon game would ever get like a pretty bad review, but like, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty, I'm like happy that this game is doing as well as it, as it is. You know, I was, if you've listened to the last episodes recently, I'm, I've been very, very excited about this, about this game. Uh, and I gotta say my little, uh, sneak peek, not sneak peek, my little first impressions on it first, like four hours uh, of the game were, are in support of that. Um, you know, I didn't get very far, (laughs) obviously I only played for like four hours. So take everything what I say, everything that I say with a grain of salt, this is not a review. Uh, this is just sort of giving my thoughts. I guess it's like a first, like a, like a, you know, a first look, like a, like a review of my first, my first, my thoughts of the game. Um, you know, I do have some review-esque comments to make, but this is in no way a review of the whole game because I certainly have not gotten far enough, I think, to do that. Uh, though I will say that a game like Pokemon Snap and new Pokemon Snap are pretty repetitive gameplay wise. So it's not that the gameplay has changed or, you know, or that, I, that I'm missing out on gameplay. It's more story interactions experience, uh, that I'm sort of talking about that I lack, uh, sort you know, um, but like in terms of the, the gameplay, I'm pretty sure I got everything down. You know, I understand how the game works. I know what to expect going into the future. Um, so, you know, that's good. Uh, I'm excited about, uh, I'm excited about that. And I do think that I can confidently sort of talk about that, that aspect of the game, but of course I am not going to be talking. I'm not, you know, I don't want to say it like I, like I know everything about this game because I don't, um, I don't though, all things considered, I don't really have that much to say. Uh, you know, I never played the original. So I don't really have much nostalgia or prior experience. But, you know, in the few things that I say, I will say that I do really enjoy this game so far. I, I you know, I played it for like four hours. I enjoyed every second of it. Um, it's a little bit repetitive. Uh, and, you know, more on that later. Um, but just keep in mind uh, that I do think that... Um, but, you know, if it is a little bit repetitive, um, it sort of makes up for it. You know, obviously, the main the main thing, the picture mechanic, going around in your little car taking pictures of Pokemon, that's never not going to be fun. Um, it's fun. It's dynamic. It is, you know, it, it's, it, it's enjoyable in many different ways. It's layered, you know. There's different... The ranking system is good. You can get different... Like there's two, essentially there's two ranking systems. How well is the Pokemon, like, like there's a star system, which is like, is the Pokemon doing something cool or interesting or unique? If it's just standing there or walking, that's a one star. If it's doing something that it's like not 
you know, recorded that it does in the wild or something like a rare behavior, that's a four star. You know, it goes from one to four stars. And then depending on the framing, the shot, the size, the composition of the picture, that's when the quality comes in. So, you know, there's, it's layered, there's different combinations you can get. And, you know, you sort of have to get every star of the Pokemon, um, taking pictures of it, doing different things. The qualities don't really matter, but of course, you know, they are sort of just a personal thing to work towards. You're going to want to get better pictures of Pokemon. You're going to want to work towards that. You know, there's, there's reward systems to it. Um, there's like titles and stickers you can add to your pictures of your Pokemon. Um, so it's, it's engaging, you know, it is different. It's layered. There's different things that make it very dynamic. Um, and especially even, you know, even after you take pictures of your Pokemon, like I said, you can add stickers to it. I had so much fun taking stupid pictures of Pokemon and then adding even stupider stickers to it. And looking at other people's stupid pictures of Pokemon and their stupid stickers, it's all good fun. You know, like I said, the concept in itself will never not be solid and good and just fun in the most stupid way possible. And I mean that very, very lightheartedly. Um, you know, I mean, like, this is what people were expecting the game to be. It's, it's fun. It's silly. It's, but it's also relaxing, you know? Um, and I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And which I think is one of the biggest selling points of the game is that it's beautiful. Um, but you know, taking it back a little bit, I do have a, a few problems with the game. The characters are a bit shallow, but of course we're not playing this game for the character development. <laughs> uh, I didn't get very far in it. Uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm not gonna say any of the characters or anything. I did write down in my in my sort of script, you know, in my sort of uh, notes about it. I did mention a character that I was excited to see, uh, and is specifically their voice actor. But um, I'm not gonna say that. I've decided to do a no spoilers uh, discussion, considering it's literally only a day old. Um, what else is there? The like the Pokemon in general are done very well. Uh, Personality-wise, they got them down pat. They're, you know, the, the the style of them. It's like they're they're blending realism and the Pokemon's art style, and it turned out amazingly. The game is genuinely beautiful. I guess we can sort of just hop right into this, into this topic now. I mean, like, that's the biggest... It's the biggest selling point of the game. It's why people are so excited about it. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful it's essentially an hd remaster of the original pokemon snap just with new things and that's perfect you know that's literally all we could have expected it to be and i think that they delivered on it (laughs) you know like i don't really have that much to say because it's like it's just a good game it's like it's just we knew exactly what to expect from it i'm pretty sure they showed us like literally every single feature and it's like okay go have fun go take pictures of pokemon go ride around your little stupid little car and and take pictures of pokemon and make them do things and take more pictures of them you know that's what pokemon snap is (laughs) and i think that it's it's good i you know obviously like i said i have i've only played like four or five hours of it but so far i think it's good and i think once i finish the game i'm definitely going to do 
a full on review, though. I don't think it's going to change much from this. Uh, you know, just that it's, it's, it's Pokemon snap. What else is there to say about it? You know, um, it's fun. It's relaxing. It's dynamic. Um, it's beautiful. It's a little bit repetitive, but you know, I, I guess, I guess I've been sort of just rambling. I guess I'll sort of wrap things up and say, you know, um, I had fun. Uh, I'm very, very excited about playing this game. But but the thing about it that I think that being repetitive is okay. I think it's almost like an Animal Crossing-esque game where you play it for like three hours, four hours every day or like whenever you're feeling it. And that's it. And that's fine. It's it's a game that you play to relax. It's a game that you make progress in slowly. You, you know, you take it slow, like you're taking pictures of Pokemon. You know, it's not like, it's not like people, obviously some, some very hardcore fans, you know, maybe something that I would do if I wasn't so swamped with finals in school right now is just, you know, some people are playing through the game completely so they can get everything there is to know about this game. They can document it. They can experience it with other people, things like that. Um, but I don't think that's how I'm going to play the game. Uh, I think I'm going to pick it up every so often during the summertime and take pictures of Pokemon to relax. You know, if I'm like, I just got done playing a especially hard, you know, dungeon in some game, I'm going to, I'm going to grab my switch. I'm going to lay down on my comfy bed and I'm going to play, I'm going to take pictures of Pokemon for five hours, you know, like that's exactly what I want, wanted this game to be. And I think that even just from five hours of gameplay so far, they nailed it. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to think of other things to say about it. And like, what, I don't know if there's anything else that I can really say without just like spoiling the story. You know, I don't want to talk about the story. I don't want to talk about the content of the game. Oh, I saw this Pokemon do this and it was adorable. You know, it's only been out for a day. I want to, I want this to be more of a recommendation to people. I want to encourage people to play it because it's fun. <laughs> uh, even only playing it for like four or five hours, I had a great time. And I guess that this is sort of my promise in the future that I will eventually talk about the Pokemon that you can find in New Pokemon Snap, the story, the characters, but I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that right now because it's only been a day. I only got to play it for a little bit. And also, I just don't want to spoil it for other people. So, in conclusion, you know, uh, not to be a broken record, if you need any more recommendations on, on you know, to get this game or not, and also if you want, you know, just to sort of sum up my final thoughts about how I feel about it so far, it's fun, it's relaxing, it's dynamic, and it's absolutely gorgeous and i'm very excited to see it i'm very happy with the results so far i'm very happy with the release of this game i'm happy that it's as 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 well received as everyone would hope it is you know or hope it was uh it it just it's a game that makes me happy and i can tell that playing it in the future beating it talking about it on another episode of evocast and giving a final review is something i'm very very much looking forward to all right. Uh, well, thank you for listening to, um, you know, my little 
rant about uh, about the new game that came out. I hope that I've uh, encouraged you to purchase it for yourself, or at least just watch somebody play it if you weren't already. Um, you know, like I said, more things to come. I'll be talking about it in the future, and I'm excited about that, and I hope that you are too. Uh, but before we end the episode for today, sort of a sort of a, a, a quiet episode today. Not too much going on. Uh, and even, you know, talking about new Pokemon Snap, I don't want, I didn't want to talk about it too much. So kind of a, just a, a relax episode. And honestly, I need it because uh, I, like I said before, I am absolutely swamped with both school and finals. Um, so I, uh, an episode like this is good, uh, especially right now. Uh, but before we end this, this quieter episode of EvoCast, um, let's do everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode um move tutor and today's move is a, a gmax move which is interesting the first gmax move i uh you know i i mean i put them on the list they're on there they're on the bulbapedia page for a list of pokemon moves so i do put them on there um eventually it was bound to happen so gmax snooze is the uh the, the move that we're talking about today which is the um, exclusive G-Max move of Gigantamax Grimmsnarl. Uh, it's dark type. It uh, It is damage-dealing dark type G-Max move introduced in Generation 8, obviously. Um, and G-Max snooze inflicts damage, has a 50% chance of making the target drowsy, causing it to fall asleep the next turn, unless it switches out or already has a non-volatile status condition. Its power... And whether it is special or physical move depends on the move that it was based on. Uh, and, you know, there's a pretty big list of moves here. All of the moves, all of the dark type moves that Grimmsnarl can learn, essentially, uh, are on this list. Um, so, yeah, it just, uh, it does damage. It makes them drowsy. Uh, Gigantamax Grimmsnarl can learn G-Max, can use G-Max News if it knows a damaging dark type move. Uh, and its description is a dark type attack that Gigantamax Grimmsnarl use. The user lets the lo- the user <laughs> the, the loser uh, lets loose a huge yawn that lulls the target into falling asleep on the next turn. Oh, it affects everybody. Ah, so it makes every everyone on the field um, drowsy. That would that sounds pretty decent in doubles, um, you know, or any sort of uh, multiple battle. Um, it doesn't just make uh, it doesn't just make one Pokemon. It affects every Pokemon on the field, every enemy. I mean, on the field, every foe. You know, not your own Pokemon. Um, but that's interesting. That's um, that's very cool. I didn't know it did that. It probably actually a lot better than I thought it was. And honestly, being sort of an exclusive move that only has one very niche effect, I don't think there's anything else that we can really talk about here. Um, you know, it's a G-Max move. <laughs> Today's episode of EvoCast has been very tame. You know, not a lot of things going on for news. Tynamo is not a very interesting Pokemon to talk about. Didn't go too in detail about new Pokemon Snap, and then we have a move that sort of reflects that. It's very just like, okay, not too complicated, not too insane, just a, just a G-Max move that puts him to sleep. Make some drowsy, sleepy time. So yeah, a very, very, you know, everlasting theme uh, for today. And you know, like I said, I am 
just perfectly fine with that. Uh, and with that, in fact, that is going to do it for me for today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Uh, please be sure to follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash lilyseon, and also follow Extreme Evocast on Twitter, extra, at Extreme Evocast on Twitter, if you want updates on the podcast uh, and uh, uh, you know notifications when episodes do come out. Um, and if you're interested, uh, like I said, do be sure to check me out on uh, Twitter, lilyseon, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, I stream and play Pokemon on both of those platforms. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!